Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. Hope everyone is enjoying their Monday. Hope you had a good weekend. It was beautiful. Friday was weird. It was like 50 degrees. We left work by 8 o'clock at night. It was like 10 and it was snowing, but it was kind of crazy. It's just been uh, very pleasant, though. Carmen and York with you live in our State Street studios. You can watch on YouTube. Make sure you follow the station's YouTube page. Just click and subscribe. You can watch on Twitch as well. Have the ESPN Chicago app. Listen live anytime, anywhere. Catch up on demand. Black and Abdallah with us. They'll be on tonight until 8 after Waddle and Sylvie. We'll crosstalk in about uh, 90 with the fellas. Taking your phone calls, talking uh, everything from the weekend from the Hawks celebration for Chelly and the return of Kaner, which was a triumphant one. And the Bears go into the Combine in Indy where the Brass will meet the media tomorrow. That'll include Ryan Poles early in the morning and also Matt Eberflus, the head coach, will uh, turn a lot of that sound around for you. You'll hear it throughout the course of the day on all the shows. Courtney Cronin, Jeff Joniak there all week for us. Waddle and Sylvie will broadcast live from the Combine at the end of the week on Thursday and Friday. New mock draft from CBS Sports, York, if you want to see it, with uh, the Combine arriving. They've updated their mock. They do have the Bears staying at number one, taking Caleb Williams. Seems to be the general consensus out of most. They've got Jaden Daniels mocked two to Washington. Yep. Drake May, three to New England. So quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Then they've got Marvin Harrison Jr. to Arizona. Malik Neighbors to the Chargers. Talking about the need, as you've talked about, to replace an aging you know, Keenan Allen, who's getting older, Mike Williams yeah. coming off injury. Quentin Johnston looks like he might be a bust, but they spent their first-round pick on Johnston last year. So do they go right back to that well? Does Harbaugh do that now with the fifth pick? We'll see. Some mocks have them taking one of the tackles. They've got a great left tackle already. If they could find a a solid to great right tackle, boy, their bookends would be pretty good going forward if they could hit on a right tackle. So It'd we'll see. Solid. They've got Fashanu going uh, six. There's your first alignment to the Giants. Joe Alt, so back-to-back tackles, goes seven to Tennessee. Jared Verse, the first defensive player and the first pass rusher, is off the board at eight. And then the Bears at nine, not taking Rome Adunze, even though he's available, but taking another edge rusher. Here we go, Abdallah. Dallas Turner from the University of Alabama. A lot of this is dependent on what happens in free agency. Yes, a lot of 100%. it. 100%. A lot of it. Who's Romy going to? He's got Rome going much later here than most, all the way down to number 17 and the Jags. Yeah, much later. Yeah, they could there. use it. They sure could. They could use it. Are they going to lose Ridley? Probably, right? I, I would guess, yeah. I mean, if he didn't what do, do enough. Think, what do you think of Kelvin Ridley? I mean, like, he's a guy that got suspended for gambling? Yes. Yes. Came back this year, had a good year. He had eight touchdowns. He had over a thousand yards. I, I wouldn't say watching a lot of Jayville, it was a great year. I think it was a good year. He's going to be thirty now. Uh, cost himself a season because of the gambling thing. Uh, injury, I think, uh, cost him a lot of twenty twenty one too. So maybe there's something like, well, he's going to be thirty, but he hasn't played a lot. He missed a lot of twenty twenty one, and then he didn't play in twenty twenty two. This would almost seem like a, uh, a Bill Belichick reclamation project, and Bill Belichick's not in the league anymore. Yeah, it's true. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This would be like, hey, we're going to get him. We're going to get him in here, and we're going to uh, put him in our system. We're going to make him a player. That's not happening there anymore. 
it, it's hard because they've paid receivers down there, right? They have. Kirk, they have. Kirk has been paid, Christian yeah. Kirk. Yes. They've got another guy Jay that they Jones. paid. They just paid their tight end last year, who's the top paid one of the top paid tight ends in the league. Yes. I don't know. Like, is like is Calvin Ridley an option for the Bears? I believe after Waller, Waller's the highest paid tight end. In the Darren league. Waller is the highest yeah. paid. Yes. So um, I, it's it's tough to believe down there. They're going to have to move somebody. You only got one football, and you got so many players that want the football. So yeah, you're going to have to say goodbye to a couple of receivers. You know, yeah, you got to say goodbye uh, to say hello. He's found the end zone a fair amount in his career. He's played 66 games. He's got 36 touchdowns. I mean, he has found the end zone. You know, he's got a couple of thousand yard receiving seasons. He had the injury plague 21, and then the suspension in 22. So not a ton of football the last couple of years. He made it through this season healthy. How many years has he been in the league? He has uh, five years in the league. Five and years he had in the, the suspension. League. He should have six, but he had the suspension. He came so in in 2018. Out of 92 possible games, he's played 66. 66, yeah. I think he's a talented receiver. We know that. too. And we I just, that. like, I haven't heard the Bears connected to him much. But who's going to pay him? I don't know. That's what I was just wondering. I'm like, is he... Different sports. You can't pay Bellinger. How are you going to pay this guy? <laughs> Different sports, but I, you know, you get it. I haven't heard the Bears connected to him. Very There's much. enough question marks about Ridley. Yeah, and he's what another silly gambling episode away from not playing. Yes. So, and I, I'm sorry, I kind of sidetracked us just by saying though, what happens in free agency very much dictates yes. how this draft goes. So, looking at a board now that is mocked one way with the combine coming up before free agency has started. Could change very quickly here in three weeks if the Bears do end up with a pass rusher. I think the odds are that the Bears draft a young wide receiver more than they draft a young pass rusher. Say that one more time. The Bears would draft, draft a young receiver, receiver more before than they rusher. would draft a young pass rusher. I, I kind of lean with you, and I guess, again, let's see what two weeks from Thursday looks like. Yeah, I kind of agree. Two weeks from tomorrow, I guess, is uh, when the legal tampering window opens. There's, to- there's people you can get. Go get them. There are. The only official tag, I believe, at this point has been T. Higgins. That's the uh, T. Higgins has been officially tagged by the Bengals. We figured that, right? You're okay with- nah, I didn't. You did. I, I didn't did. figure yeah, it. I figured. They, they, want, they want to try to do the whole, like, all right, Burrow will be healthy next year. We can do it on the franchise tag, and we know we can go into Arrowhead and win a game. You know, we've done it before. Still one of the weirdest second halves of football I've ever seen in my life. I, I don't. I think like the invasions of the body snatchers, they came and they took Mahomes. And not to take anything away from Burrow, I think Burrow's a friggin' stud. I love him. But like I'll still never understand what happened in the second half of that AFC title game a couple of years ago. Let's go to Jacko and Schomburg on ESPN. Jacko, what's up? Good afternoon, fellas. How are we doing today? Great, man. How are Good. you? What's up, Jacko? Great, great. Listen, um, I've listened to your show forever. I'm an old guy. And uh, in my lifetime, I'm working on 71, I have not witnessed a quarterback for the Chicago Bears. And Carmen, a good quarterback. Not a great quarterback. I don't know that we need a great one. It would be nice. It would be nice to have a great one, no doubt about it. But a good one. Like a really good one. A really good one, right? Yeah. Really good one would be great. Yeah. Okay. But my point is this, Carmen. No, we haven't seen that. Carmen, you brought it up, and I didn't think anybody would bring this up. I truly didn't think anybody in Chicago would bring this up. The fact remains 
Justin Fields has all the abilities. He's an athlete. He's big. He's strong. He can take punishment. He's fast, and he and he can punish other people. We have never had that quarterback. Why should we decide on a limb to go out? And I know Caleb Williams is the greatest thing since spice bread. Why should we go out on a limb when we may have the talent right here? And I truly, if you look at his highlight film, I truly believe the kid has all the ability in the world to be an outstanding quarterback. He may not be a top five. Do we need a top five? That'd be nice. And then being greedy, it would be great. But and what about Carmen? You mentioned this. What did I mention? The draft. No, actually, it wasn't Carmen. It was your the draft capital that we can get by trading down and utilizing uh, uh, our uh, taking a, a two or a three from one of the top Washington or who was the other one? New England, or you could go to Atlanta, or you could go to. Maybe Denver, I doubt it. It's probably too big of a, a, a jump up. Maybe Atlanta at eight sure. is the farthest back he could go. I mean, but then you gotta really take- hope, and then you gotta believe he's that guy that I mean, he's played forty games. That's that's not enough for you to make a determination. I mean, the highlight reels when he runs are nice. What about everything else? He hasn't had and you guys are gonna say that now you're dreaming. He hasn't had the right supporting staff around him, nor has he had well, do, does a he have good that now? offensive coordinator? Does he have that now? I, I hope. I, I think he will, and I think if they if they if they drafted, moved down and drafted a Marvin Harrison, and they got him another outside, uh, a number one, and that's what that kid is projected to be. Sure. Uh, and then they get some more defensive uh, and offensive players on the line on both sides, an edge rusher. I really think that they're going to be a, a damn good football team, All right, and Jack. they could be similar to what we had when we had a great team in the 85-86 year. So, All right, Jocko. Thank you. We appreciate it. 40 games for Justin. People still like, well, he could be good. He could be really good if they get him all these weapons and all these pieces. I've, I've seen other teams try that, too. And then the one thing that normally holds him back is the quarterback's not quite as good as they thought. Chase on the south side. What's up, Chase? Hey, what's happening, fellas? Good afternoon. Afternoon, buddy. Yurko, how you doing, bro? I'm great, Chase. All right, you still? I'm glad you're still awake. Uh, He's awake. It's uh, we're talking football. He's not sleeping. No, uh, yeah, I know. Um, so let's we'll save that for um, baseball. I realize, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I realize I've called the show plenty of times, and I, one thing I realized I never really gave you guys my opinion on what I think about Fields and what the Bears should do. Um, here's my thing, right? I'm sort of like, I'm kind of like all you guys at the station. I'm kind of sort of in the middle, like where I kind of understand where Bears fans coming from as far as why they want to move on from fields. And I understand the field supporters and why they think the Bears should keep fields because, you know, I'm sort of in the middle. Like I'm a Justin fan, but I'm also a Bears fan. All I'm kind of a lot more lines up. I just want them to get it right. You know, what I mean, I'm just sick and tired of Carmen. We talked about this last week. It's just, it's just, you get tired of this over and over again. The talk of, um, you know, money and um, draft picks. It's like you want to talk about playoffs and championships. Yeah. You know, what I mean, that's all I care about. I just want them to get it right so we can start talking about a team that's competing for a Super Bowl and not talking about who we're going to do in the draft, who we're drafting, and stadium funds and all that. It just 
I'm more aligned. I just want them to get right. I don't care who they get. Where if they decide to keep field and build around them, so be it. I'm. I, I mean, do I agree with? I don't know, but I would just want them to get right. If they decide to move on and, and draft uh, May or Caleb Williams or whoever it is, and it, it, so be it. You know, just I just want them to get it right so we can stop talking about this year in and year out, and we can start talking about winning playoff games and winning championships. I'm because with that's you. what it's about. Until, that's all I care about. But until they get there, this is what we got to do, Chase. I'm with you. I think every Bear fan would agree. Until that happens, this is this is what we do. This is not just what we do here. This is what you do with your friends. This is what you do yep. when you're at the bar. This is what you do when you're at the games and you're killing time between your kids' games and you're talking about them. This is what, what Bears fans have done forever. Is This what is what think? we talk about. Yep. What do you think? What about this guy and that guy? Well, I think that guy's good. Until they have their guy, this is it. This is what we do. I also hope that someday we don't have to talk about it and we just say, boy, it's nice watching a great quarterback play for our team. Could you say they won a Super Bowl without an elite quarterback? Yes. Are you saying it's back in an era where you could do that? Yes, I think. You it's, think it's different now? I think it's different. I don't. I don't necessarily want to be the team that's just like I don't. I don't want to just hope that they like stumble into some sort of outlier year. You know, I who's don't know. the last decent quarterback to win the Super Bowl? The last decent quarterback, decent quarterback, like to win a Super you Bowl. You wouldn't say it's great, right? Well, Manning was along for the ride that last one in Denver, right? Because he couldn't throw the ball. 15 yards down the field. Defense played very well. The defense was incredible. The so defense paid Manning is what I you would say. I guess that'd be what my that's what I would tell you. Okay. And it sounds weird because it's paid Manning, but he was we all know what the right. last year was. At like. the end, at the end. He couldn't throw the football. Right. So I, I guess that would be my answer here. And that was what 7 years ago now, 8 years ago. Something yeah. like that. 2015 maybe. Something like that. I mean, it's just, you know, then the the Dilfer year happened. Sure, the Brad Johnson year happened, but those are the Flacco year happened. The Flacco year happened. Flacco, I, I will say Flacco played great. He was never a great quarterback, I don't think, but he boy, he really went on a heater in that playoffs. He did play pretty damn well. But uh, he would fit the bill as like the not in great quarterback. Yeah. I just and I think that happens like those happen every once in a while. I'd rather have Roethlisberger. I'd rather have Mahomes. I'd rather have Rodgers. I'd rather the have the same Farm. question you ask about uh, the Cubs and the Sox would be asked then about the Bears. Is it worth it to have one Super Bowl? As opposed to uh, being in a situation where you go to four straight playoffs, but you can't guarantee yourself a Super Bowl. Mm. Gosh, I'd love the vibe. Like, can you imagine four straight years like I, in the I, championship I, we, game? We've never experienced can it here with football. Ever. I know, York. We haven't. It's we, crazy. Don't, we don't know what it's like. We don't know what it's like. It's been forever. That level of exceptionalism. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll take more of your phone calls coming up. Foreign concept here in Chicago. <laughs> we, uh, we'll also do the lunch rush this hour. Talk about our players of the weekend. Uh, lots to choose from from uh, this last weekend. College basketball was good. Well, not all the games materialized to be as good as maybe we thought, but there were like some good teams really showed out, I thought, this weekend. So lots of different things to choose from when we get to Players of the Weekend in about a half hour. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Drop back, Jones. Jones, right in. Saved by a rebound save. Look out here. Look at this. Wide Look open. at this. Front center ice. It's Patrick Kane in Chicago. Who sets up Kane for the game winner? 
Alex Debrinket. A couple of former Hawks. Debrinket to Kane. Detroit uh, Red Wing. I don't know if that was the radio call or the TV call, but they were excited. A couple of excitable boys. And Kaner was pretty excited. Vintage Kaner. His 12th goal of the year. Detroit might be back in the playoffs for the first time finally in forever, it feels like, Eric. They're, they're kind of hanging around there to make the playoffs in the uh, Very excited in the for Eastern them. Conference. So, long uh, was, rebuild there, huh? It's been a long rebuild. Long I, rebuild. I hope the Hawks doesn't look the same way. It is weird seeing Kaner in a in Red Wings jersey. There's no other way to put it. I mean, might that be the ultimate salute <laughs> to Chris Chelios? Two former Blackhawks in Red Wing uniforms beating the Blackhawks in overtime. <laughs> How about, How about that? Is that the ultimate he, salute? He joked uh, here. I could play this little exchange. This is you know, Chelly talked about some of the for his former teammates that were there. Amani was there. Jr. was there. Eddie the Eagle was there. He talked about the you know the championship Hawks that were there last night. Siebes was there and. and Got a nice ovation from the crowd. Well, you do wonder if his number seven will join Chelly someday up in the rafters. Hosa was there. Duncan Keith was there. And uh, Chelios did save the best for last. Listen to this. While we're on the subject of great ones from that era, I got to include him. This guy will go down as the greatest American-born player. Kaner, Patrick Kane, unbelievable. That's some ovation. That jersey looks kind of funny, Kane. You're a big row on you. That's <laughs> funny. And don't worry, it'll work out in the end. You'll be standing here, same as me. But just be careful, don't go stealing my thunder today, okay? I got money on the board to shut you down. Lost. Shelly lost. Yeah. He, he beat him. But I thought that was good. And that you heard their ovation from the crowd. And then when they showed the video tribute when the game started, I mean, he had to take a few laps. I mean, it's it's weird seeing him uh, like that. It, it just uh, it just is. But uh, it brought back a lot. It brought back a lot of good memories from that run that we were talking about when uh, caller Brad had mentioned it earlier. I mean, it's it's like the last little thing we have here. The Cubs had a pretty impressive run, but it was only I, I, sh- I shouldn't say only one. I hate that. I really do. I hate the well. It's only one. I mean, they won it freaking championship they did you know um but the hawks run was to get three in that short of a time that's what you that's what you hope three and six years that's what you hope for as a sports fan that's what you really remember and they had gone to some western conference finals too and went to two others yeah you know over that span where unfortunately they had lost they lost so one to Vancouver. Uh, no, they lost one to LA, and they lost one to the Wings in the conference finals. Uh, yeah, they lost in 09 to the okay. Wings, and then they lost in uh, they lost in fourteen to the Kings in the conference finals. So uh, that was the Alec Martinez. Remember the overtime yeah. goal, um, the one that went in off Letty. Yes, yeah, correct. Yes. yes. So I mean, like that's what you really dream of, and and, and you, you hope for. And didn't uh, Vancouver that, get him the one time they almost burned Vancouver down? Did the Vancouver beat him? Well, that Vancouver, series? that was in the conference final. Oh, it was a little bit earlier. Yes, it was okay. early. Correct. I got you. Not yeah. a conference final. It was. Thank I think you. that was the first round. Now, a first round exit that they had one of those years. 
might have been after the first cup. It might have been in 2011, if uh, memory serves. But yeah, you, you like you, you, those moments, those teams that can rip off a few titles for you is the stuff you really remember. And it was weird to see Kaner was such a big part of it there. Shelley made note when he was a kid growing up here that he didn't play ever dreaming he'd make the NHL because that didn't happen. You know, he grew up in the 60s and 70s. Chelly had mentioned, and I don't know how official this stat was, but he goes, there, there were six guys in the NHL from the States. He goes, so it's not like I was thinking about I'd play in the NHL. I just love playing hockey. And it was like, wow, it really goes to show you how much things have changed. Chelly, Eddie O, uh, Kachuk, Amante, some of those American kids. I think that, after his freshman year, he left Mount Carmel and then went to California. He did. You're right about that. And he so mentioned what kind of hockey's being played in Carroll, California. He mentioned it. How I mean, outside San of San Diego, yeah. Yeah. San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. And now the game at least is spread across the states where you don't just have to be from New England or from the UP or from Wisconsin or Minnesota. Listen, Kaner's going to hold the title maybe for a little while. I think we all know where this is trending, who's going to be the greatest American-born player a decade from now. It's going to be Austin Matthews. He grew up in Scottsdale. Yeah. He's from Arizona. I believe his mom is of Hispanic descent. Like, that's great. That's what you love to see. That's growth. Uh, he grew up in Scottsdale. And Austin Matthews is going to go down when it's all said and done as the best yeah, American well, I mean, player. as long as we acknowledge that Mike Madonna right now is the greatest. Madonna or Kaner? I don't know. I'd say probably Kaner, but all right, that's fine. That's fine. You're, that's fair. Wait till Kaner retires and we got his final right. numbers up there. That's fair. Then we could all say Kaner, but up to now, it's Madonna. That's fair. Touche. That's fine. No Madonna, Leach, Kaner. no Mike Richter, no nothing. Love Richter, love Leach, love Chelly, love Eddie O. Those guys are all bad. Okay. <laughs> it was a pretty cool ceremony. I, I, I thought they did I thought a nice it was job cool with too. It. I thought it was a wonderful celebration of hockey. Right? They did yeah. a nice job with the whole thing yes. yesterday. Yes. Yeah, that's one thing they still do well over there on the west side. And hopefully they start playing better hockey at some point, Eric. Slowly but surely. Joey G's in Melrose Park. What up, Joey G? Joey. Joey? Hello? Well, he agreed. I don't know what happened to Joey. That's unlike Joey to not be there. He agrees with you on the fields thing, though. That's hey there, Yerk. Hey. <laughs> I agree with you, Yerk. Yerko, you know what you're talking about. Joey, he'll call back to Bleck and Abdallah tonight, don't yeah. worry. Derek's in Brooklyn. What up, Derek? Yo, yo, what's up, fellas? How you doing? We're Good great. afternoon. We're great. Listen, man, you know I call you guys, not on a regular, but I try to call every now and then. But let, let me ask you a question. Would you guys rather deal with the unknown rather than the known, which is Justin Fields, and also – the, the mistakes, the, 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 the rookie mistakes still going on in year two, year three, how much longer as a as a fan base or as a, just a fan of the team you're going to want to deal with that? I'd rather just start over and deal with the growing pants with the, with, with the unknown and deal with that because we know what the known is. And, this, uh, and, and let me make a comment about what this caller said a few calls ago. He's talking about we got the right quarterback. He can run people over. Quarterbacks that run people over get hurt. Yes, they do. They get hurt. Love you guys. Always listen to Later, man. Yeah, I'm out. Thank man. you, buddy. Yeah, I don't well, want my quarterback running anybody. He's not a linebacker. He's not a safety. That's but that goes back, back to my statement. He, he his analogy is that you know the type of football. Do you want that or do you want maybe a different type of football? Right. Yes. You know, for me, it's the devil I know than the devil I don't know. Right. So for me, that's the individual, the person. Because whoever you get at quarterback, you're, you're, I'm not here for learning uh, earning, learning pain. I'm not here for waiting to, for development. This team is not at a point here where, oh, we can wait on a rookie quarterback to, to develop two years. It's not where we're at. 
You're not at, we got a quarterback that's going to develop, and three years from now, we expect to see the fruits. I know. We're here now to see the fruits. Yeah, I think they're a little bit more ready to compete. And it's not, I'm not even going on the win total because the win total is deceiving. It is. It's Yeah, they should have had more. I well, agree. They should have had more wins. I, I don't know. I agree with you. Okay. I four wasn't great even... teams, four terrible teams. Every team is a mishmash crap in the middle. I mean, they, You're listen, trying to they, get to be one of the four great teams in the league. Whether they should have had more wins or not, I think there's some noise maybe in the wins that aren't like not some noise. I shouldn't put it that way. That's not the right way to put it. Like, but when you beat Washington, when you beat Vegas, when you beat you only beat Carolina, the teams on the schedule. I know, but I can glean something out of that. That's what I mean. I know it's their win total. Washington and Carolina were the two, the, probably the two worst teams in football this year. The Raiders weren't far behind, and they did. Did they do that with or without Antonio Pierce? I think that was pre-coaching change when they beat the Raiders. They beat the Cardinals. They beat the the Falcons. I mean, like those are garbage football teams that they that that's garbage. Now I think the Bears do have things that are pointing them in the right direction, though. Outside of just who they beat, I do think objectively you can look at the the defense trending in a better place. Darnell Wright in their second year, fixing your center position. DJ Moore adding another wide receiver. I can't look at all those things and say. They're ready to be competitive. I think that's true. So you don't want long, terrible, growing pains out of a quarterback that's going to set you back because you feel like you're ascending and you should be a competitive team that could make the playoffs next year. So I think you're right. You don't want to sit through the growing pains of a quarterback that's going to really come in here and struggle, throw 27 interceptions. I mean, that wouldn't be good. Well, according to you, Kansas City's wins, Jaguars garbage win, Bears garbage win, Jets garbage win, Vikings garbage win, win, Broncos garbage win, Chargers garbage win, Dolphins decent victory, Uh, Raiders garbage win, right? You said the Raiders were garbage. garbage. Patriots garbage Garbage. win, the Bengals last place team in their division. Garbage win against the backup quarterback. But I don't quarterback. worry about that because it's Mahomes. garbage yeah, win. Stop it. No, I'm, I, let's be honest Are with each other. Are you saying a win against Washington's a good I'm, win? I'm, I'm not Come saying on, that. Yorker. I have now stop looked it. at the Super Bowl champion looking for good victories oh, out stop. of them, and I can't find it. The Broncos' loss would be a garbage loss. That's uh, not true. The Broncos and the I wouldn't say beating the Broncos gar- or being the uh, the garbage uh, loss. The Bengals was a garbage win Eagles, last year. Garbage loss. They lost to the Raiders. That's a garbage loss. The Bills was a legitimate loss. The Packers was a legitimate loss. You think beating... So they lost to legitimate teams. You think beating... They they played Lions. They lost to the Lions. Every legitimate team played according to your definition. What's my definition? Your definition of garbage teams. How do you know what my definition is? Because you just started explaining it to me. I'll give you the definition of a garbage team. You just started explaining it to me. You ready? Washington. Is a garbage football okay. team. You're not giving me a definition. A team You're giving that is me picking examples. second in the draft. You're giving me examples. A team that picked first I in the draft. I want a definition. I just gave you. Yeah. You're picking. You beat teams that are picking right. in the top eight. How many teams did they beat that are picking in the top eight? Who are you talking about? The, the Chiefs. What do you mean, who am I talking about? How many teams are they picking top did eight. they beat picking in oh, the top eight? It's amazing how you just excluded the Bears out of there, too. How did I exclude Very the nice. Bears? You know how. Who picks ninth? Okay, the ninth. Uh-huh. Okay, the ninth. Yeah, look at what you All did. Right, ninth. Look at what how, you how, did. I'll even give you this. Top ten. How many picking in the top ten? I'm looking at it. Jets. Okay, one. There's one. The Raiders. The Bears. Right? Two. 
They lost one and they won one to the Raiders. Broncos are 12, but they're a garbage team, and you know they're it. They're not garbage. Chargers, three. How can you say that? Chargers, three. Uh, wait, define to me how the Broncos are a garbage team. Four great teams. Oh, you're... That, you're four terrible teams. You're, that's your... And so that's my, my great that's analysis ridiculous. of the NFL. That's ridiculous. And 24 teams, they're the that's mishmash of the league. Of anything that is exactly the no, definition. Not, yes. Beating the Broncos I is a garbage team. I gave you the exact thing. Yes. Come on, you're being full. And garbage besides, team. It doesn't matter when you're talking about Mahomes and the Chiefs. It doesn't. It doesn't matter who they beat or who they lose to. Just click the sounder on him. I mean, you're talking nonsense. I'm going to click a sounder on you. You're comparing the Bears' schedule last year to the and their wins to what the Chiefs accomplished. Well, I'm just comparing what the Bears' victories were. It's mind-boggling. Their losses were You don't even believe it for a second. Their losses were horrific. Just like you don't believe how they lose to the Lions. You say about Justin Fields. It's the Lions. You don't even believe it. I don't stop it. You can't tell me what I believe now. Now you're out of line. You're out of line. You admitted earlier today to saying that sometimes you think Mitch is better than Justin. I go back and forth. I go back and forth. Okay, so, I mean, give me a break. I go back and forth. Going to the Chiefs' schedule as if it could compare even. Terrific schedule. Just terrible. you know you don't buy it for a second. They lost to the Lions. Just like you don't buy Justin Fields as the answer for the Bears long term. I don't know why you're spinning it. but Terrible victories. You're pretending. Terrible victories. silly. You're being silly. And you know you are. I think you're the silly one. You're... Go ahead and count up the top tens. Count them up. Okay, count them yeah, up. You, you can't do it. The page. It's an argument you can't I win. The you page. shouldn't have even gone there. I have gone there. So silly. But point is, the NFL is a very mediocre league. But that's I've said fine, that for but, a million years. But that's fine. I, but what? Like, okay, it's a mediocre league. Yes, that's what I've always said. But what is that like? So what it means is, if you're gonna. If you're gonna if rip you're gonna, apart the Bears' victory, I wasn't even doing that. You gotta I rip even admitted apart Kansas City's victory. I even admitted. Well, then you can rip apart every team's victory. That's the point. But that's the league. That's what kind of an that's exercise the league. is that? You're, come but on. my point is, use your head. Like what kind of an exercise is that? It's the league. Then you can't sit here and tear one put somebody's schedule apart and tell me the but other guy's schedule. If you, were, if you would have been listening, I didn't even really yeah. do that. I said the easy thing to do is look at who they beat. And it can be troubling. Mm-hmm. But the Bears are actually, I think, in a lot of ways, trending in a direction that is more encouraging than what they showed you in their wins and losses last year. If you paid any attention, you would have gotten that. But instead, you went to Kansas City's game hey. log, the team that's won three of the last six Super Bowls, and said this loss stunk, and that lo- that one stunk, and that one at stunk, and that point, one stunk. It's silly. At any point. It's a completely silly exercise. At any point today, I'm waiting for your lucid thought well, on you this. You should have listened. I've tried. Because you would have heard what I said, that I, I, the tried. easy thing to do would be say the Bears had a lot of bad wins, but I think there are more the, positive signs the, that came out of the back half of the year than just the teams they beat. The Broncos are such trash that they told their quarterback to go to the bench, we don't want to pay you. All right, whatever. That's how much trash they are. So silly. The only redeeming quality they have is a talented wide receiver group and a head coach that ultimately might turn them in the right direction. They took their million, multi-million dollar quarterback and said, we don't want to pay you two years from now, 
We'll pay you all your salary next year. We're going to dump you on the bench so you never play again for us. I wish the Bears quarterback had his yeah, stats, by the garbage, way. Garbage. Garbage organization. Would you take his stats? Garbage victories. Seriously, would you? I would take almost any quarterback stats over oh, the Chicago's but, but the, culmination. But Justin Fields is about to bust out. Bust 26 out. touchdowns, 8 interceptions, and a quarterback rating of 98 for yeah. Russell Wilson last year. He's going to bust out. Uh, how would you have taken that on, my, on the my, Bears? My guy, still not enough. I know it's not enough. Still not enough. Pro- proves my point about what Still you said about Justin Fields. Still not enough. Thank you. You're welcome Thank you for proving my point. Give me his point. rushing stats. Thank you for proving my point. Give me, give me his rushing stats. Well, do, you know, yeah, oh, now you're quiet. Rushing stats. Now you're oh, quiet. okay. I'll give him to you if you want him. Now you're quiet. You for, now I can't hear a word out of you. I'll give him to you here. He rushed for 341 yards and oh, three touchdowns. Peanuts compared to my guy. Yeah, okay. My guy's yeah. the best running quarterback in the league. Prove my point. Uh, we'll do the lunch <laughs> rush next. Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. We're going to talk about the Wake Forest Duke thing. We'll do that after two. I'll cross that off. What, you want to do it now? No, it's fine. We'll do it after two. We don't have a lot of time anyway because you two are fighting like my mom and and my my divorced mom and dad. (laughs) I appreciate that. I'm the dad. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm well, happy. Why don't we do it after two? We'll save. Okay, that's fine. Did Carmen call you today right before the show? No, that was my mom. I, I got to call her back. That's my point. <laughs> you can wait, mom. Who's the guy, uh, what was the comedian from, uh, he we played one of the characters on the league. I'm blanking on his name. The he's league. Funny. He's got a funny bit about that. About That's me. the fantasy football one, Oh, I know one, you're right? talking about. He's the guy, funny. Yeah, the guy with the yeah. glasses, he's the guy funny. With the gla- yeah, yeah, he yeah. does a bit about yeah. that when you see your mom calling on your cell phone. It's funny what, what everybody's reaction is. Uh, all right, Adam, let's do the lunch rush. All right, anyway, gentlemen. Yeah, let's save, we'll save the, the Duke stuff for after Yes, yeah, so I was going to okay. get to that. Right. We'll skip, that. We'll skip uh, that. Two things from NFL quarterbacks today. It is the uh, start of the NFL Combine. Kirk Cousins posted a timely video of him working out and doing throwing drills on a tennis court, mm-hmm. which is like solid concrete, essentially. Yeah, is that um, a good idea that he's... Uh... He looked fine. Uh, and, you know, today. You know, today's the first day that... Teams are going to get together and kind of start talking. And also the other quarterback, Russell Wilson from the garbage yeah. Denver Broncos, yeah. uh, said that he wants to win at least two more Super Bowls in the next five years, I preferably with the Denver Broncos. Well, that ain't going to happen no. for multiple reasons, it seems like. I'm not sure Russ has two more Super Bowl wins in him in the next five years I don't either. think he's got five years left in him. I, he might not. Although we'd still take his year this year over pretty much you know, almost like over 95% of all the years Bears quarterbacks have ever had well, in history. But. Probably, yeah. Probably about 95%, right? I'd say so. There's one year, 94, I think, that I'd take the Bears quarterback. <laughs> Maybe a couple of Cutler years. Eric Kramer! <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, Cousins, yeah, like Cousins will be fine, right? I mean, yeah. these guys, even at his age, like... At least it's a dry surface. In grass, you might be able to yeah, slip. You might, you might catch something. No, at least it's a smooth surface to work out. And Cousins will come back. Like these guys, the training they get, and like the medicine and the technology and the science they get, like the modalities, the modalities, everything that they have available to them. He'll be back. I still think he's Kirk Cousins. But he yeah. is Kirk Cousins. It's all right. Which would again then be what Please. greater than one hundred percent of anything the Bears have ever had. Please, he'd be better than anything the Bears ever had. He'd be the best, including Justin Fields. He'd be the best quarterback in Bears history, right? Yeah. Like, probably by a landslide. 
we can go over where would Justin Fields. See, and I can be honest about Justin Fields, which you guys like to be harsh on him. I can be honest with If going into the season, if he came back to the Chicago Bears, he'd still be the fourth best quarterback in 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 the, his own division. Yes. But any kid coming out of college would also be the fourth best quarterback in this division. I guess it depends on what happens in Minnesota, though, before we can say. Right. If Kirk Cousins is there, then he'd be the best. Yeah. All right. What else, Adam? Uh, T. Higgins was given the franchise tag, 21.5 change million dollars. Yeah, good for him. Uh, It seems like that that is going to stick. 21? 21 and change million dollars. Oh, man, wide receivers could pay I mean, they could either sign him. They could also, he could become a free agent next year. They could also franchise him again and would go up to $26 million next year. Is Jalen Johnson next? Hmm. Um, and do we find out this week, or do they slow well, play? Well, I know, because the deadline's, what, the third? The Wednesday? third, so yeah. So they have until, what is that, Sunday? You have until Sunday. The first Sunday. is Friday? Yeah, yeah so mm-hmm. I think it's, or the fifth. It might be the fifth, Adam. I think it's a week from tomorrow. Like, you're coming up against it. Um, I'm going to say the Bears, jeez, this is a hard one, man. Put me to it, I'll say franchise tag. I'll say he's destined for the franchise tag. They but that doesn't mean they still with him. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. But I'll say franchise tag, yeah. He, it's T. Higgins is the only one so far. I'll say Jalen Johnson. I don't know if it'll be next, but I'll franchise say tag. before it's done, the Bears franchise him. Do you agree? Bears, I think the Vikings will franchise tag him. Who? Justin, uh, Jeff's, no, Jalen, no, no, Jalen Johnson. Our guy? Yeah, yeah he'll yeah, get yeah. franchised. Yeah, he'll yeah. get franchised. I think okay. still for talking listening. Justin no, Jefferson. No, no, no. No, no. Thanks for listening. Uh, the other NFL quarterback or former NFL quarterback in the news. Did you guys see the video? Of the three dudes run up on Cam Newton yeah. at a yeah. youth seven on seven, yeah. and Cam Newton he's handling his own. Yeah, he's well, bringing well, it. Well, Cam didn't Newton's even knock the, the hat off his head. Cam Newton's a big boy. What are those guys doing? There's, we still don't know why those three guys chose to run up on a six seven, two hundred and fifty pound man. Like, what are you doing, dude? But which he was bringing it, Gooch, Cam, which I, is why I don't know. You're I respect Cam Newton. He stood his ground and Carver said, "Let's go." Be a little careful, I'm just saying. Let's go. Cam Newton said, "Let's go." I, good for Cam. First of all, I'm, I'm way older and less mobile. No, I wouldn't tangle with your car. Can still strike like a cobra. <laughs> I, that video was pretty crazy. Yeah, and like Cam, and he not, his hat didn't even come off. That's crazy. Boy, those hats are weird. I'm sorry, yeah. they're just weird. I well, don't his get scarves it. were weird. I'm not a fashionista. Okay, his scarves were weird. I don't get it. He was he, he was channeling uh, little Jackie Onassis Kennedy. I don't it, it really was scaring me a little bit. <laughs> it, it's just weird. All right, what else, Chris? Uh, finally, Adam, guys, Chris, Adam, uh, next Chris. week is Chicago's birthday. Yes. Chicago turns 187 years old, and a downtown hotel, the Pendry, is selling a $187 hot dog and old-fashioned combo. What's like? Is that like a Kobe beef hot it's dog? It's a French-style boudin blanc sausage, Ooh. traditionally made of pork on a poppy seed bun. It's topped with black truffle, granulated mustard, seared foie gras, and a porcini. Rye crumble. Dude, sounds awesome. It comes with an old fashioned made with Maker's Mark cellar aged bourbon, Macallan 12 year old single malt scotch, oh Luxardo cherries, and last but not least, gold flakes, of course, Dude. because why not? Wait, how much is it? $187 for the birthday. Would you spend $187 for this drink and wiener? I don't know, man. That's a lot of money, you guys. Plus tip. Plus tip. <laughs> I mean, come on, we're over 200 bucks. That's what's going to keep you. We're over 200 bucks. Is that made a tip? What are we doing for a hot dog and an old-fashioned? if you're spending $187 on an old-fashioned hot dog, you're not worried about the tip. Would you guys do it if we all went? I I mean, 
I don't think I can, but I would eat the others. Yeah, I drink the oh, drink. Man, you can't have the hot I dog. I drink the drink. I can't have sauce. You sausage. order just the drink, I wonder, Adam? Yeah, you can't have the hot dog. There is a cheaper version well, wait, that you Adam, can maybe, get. Wait, wait, oh, yeah, because it's a duck sauce. Wait, what kind of, what kind of meat I, is it? It's a, I don't know what it is. Because a lot of, like, it, it might not it's be a boud- boudin blanc sausage. What is that? Oh. I don't know. Still boudin blanc. Because, like, you could have normal Chicago hot dogs. Oh, They're yeah. all beef. Yeah. Boudin blanc? Yeah. The hell? Uh, it's made with chicken and ham traditionally, so, but it could be anything. So you could do it. Yeah, it's like it a white sausage. Could be anything. It could be chicken. I thought you can't have ham. Well, no, if it, if this is just chicken, I could do it. Right, right. you can't have ham. It doesn't yeah, matter. Right. Would you, you spend one hundred eighty-seven dollars, Carm, the foodie with the black gloves and everything? It right. sounds if, awesome. If it's made of veal, he can have it. Yes, if it's made of veal, he can have it. A tip: uh, white sausage made of pork, chicken, or veal, seasoned salt, pepper, and other spices. Cooked in a water bath. Water bath. It sounds awesome. Oh, like the theme. The old fashioned sounds great. I'm intrigued, but I think I'll pass. I don't know. If they want to give us one for free, we'll go try it. Sure. Oh, yeah. Just handed out two hundred dollars cool sausages. <laughs> Cooking French white <laughs> sausage. We gotta stay on top of this, Adam. Del- we need to like circle back Delicious. to this next week. I don't know. Ooh. I feel like this is really good. I love it. All right. When we come back, we'll talk about our players of the weekend. Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. All right, lots to choose from from the weekend. Basketball, hockey, golf. Let's talk about our players of the weekend. Who stood out this weekend to you, Yurko? Oh, he's my PGA golfer. Yeah. That won the tournament. You're thinking of Jake Knapp? Jake Knapp. Yeah. Jake Knapp. Now, he only shot an even par 71, but he had such a big, tremendous lead on the field down in Mexico that that's all he had to do. He bogeyed two of the first three holes, brought the field back in, birdied a couple on the backside, and ended up collecting his championship. Congrats go out there to Jake Knapp. And he gets uh, into the Masters. Yeah. He's kind of an interesting story. Like, as of two years ago, he was ranked outside the top. You ready for this? Yeah. 1,000. In the world. He was working as a bouncer, like in his hometown, and I think in, uh, in L.A. I don't think of a lot of golfers that I could find as bouncers. He was, I know, like, right? You better be careful of your yeah. hands. Yeah. He was working at a bouncer just to make money, Yerk. Orange County. And now he won on the PGA Tour. He won the Mexico Open, and he gets into the Masters. Right. So he's a kind of a cool story. I, I like that, because I had him on my list for sure. Uh, Abdallah, who are you going with? I mean, how can you not go with Patrick Kane? Uh, well, go with him. All right, Patrick Look at Kane. You, Patrick, Patrick Kane. Kane. I'm going to go with Puck Dollar. Going Dalla. with Patrick Kane. Look at Puck Dollar. Going, going with, with Patrick Kane. All right. Surprised Yurko didn't go with him. Or well, Luka Modric. Actually, the... I'm surprised he didn't go with Luka Modric. Uh, great goal. Came in at substitute time. Yeah. Ended up hitting a, an absolute cracker. Who's he from outside for now? the box? He's still with Real Madrid. This is still Real Madrid. Of course okay. he is. I didn't know that. Just doesn't play a ton because of all the great midfielders they happen to have there. Got it. I saw yeah. Messi's goal late. That was yeah. sweet. God, he's good. No kidding. Yeah. Holy cow. Miami. I mean, he's toying with those guys. I've got a, a messy jersey. Yeah? Yeah. That goal was pretty sweet. I should wash it. I got a Ronaldo jersey, too. <laughs> I got a messy one and a Ronaldo one. <laughs> you guys. It's Dallas and wash Thank it. you, but you were on my same path. Thank <laughs> you. I should wash it. Thank Chris, you. Chris, go ahead, buddy. 
Well, I'm surprised that this name hasn't been said yet. Chris Chelios. Yeah, it's another one. Is that where one. you're going to go? Because I, I can list. give you a, no, no, a second one. No, no, please. I have okay. another one. I can give one more. I yes. mean, the event yesterday was awesome. Yeah. His speech was awesome. I love that he gives credit to all these people who have helped him through his life. It was awesome. It was great. I'm with Chris 100%. I definitely had him circled. I thought Shelly would make a great. Good weekend in Chicago. Yeah. Um, Jake uh, Knapp was on my list. Uh, Messi, the goal was pretty. I'll, I'll go ahead, though. And I know they, I know Michigan, sorry, York, Michigan's not a great win, but Purdue beat Michigan. Michigan's not very good. But in a 40 minute basketball game, when you go for 35 and 15, Zach Eady's probably destined to play in Europe. That's what I, I would I guess. Have no disrespect. Yeah, no disrespect. But boy, can he dominate at the college level. He does. He put up a 35 and 15 game, and uh, that's that's pretty impressive. It looked so. easy. The big guy from Michigan got into foul trouble. He yes. got his third, and that was it. That was a problem for them at the rest of the way. So, way to go for Zach Eady. Because they were um, down. When I watched the game, Purdue was down early. Yeah, they were. Yeah? Yeah. Do you remember last week, after UConn's huge steamroll win over Marquette, we had said, man, we should have seen the signs. We should have faded UConn against Creighton. Remember? And we're like, damn. It's always easier hindsight, though. I get it. But, like, man, we should have saw the sign coming. We should have faded UConn. Creighton won outright. We should have done the exact same thing and faded Creighton. Because after Rick Pitino's rant about his team and Creighton's big win against UConn, guess what? Creighton lost at St. John's yesterday. It's like, oh, why don't we see it coming? We need to pay more attention. We should have faded Creighton. But we didn't. So are At we... St. John's? They were at St. John's. So you had yeah. to go on the road, go to the East Coast. Yeah. yeah. They were at St. John's. And then tonight. 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 I'm thinking tonight. about TCU over Baylor. Baylor's lost back-to-back games against BYU and Houston. Tough games. Right. Baylor um, has Kansas this coming weekend, if I looked at the schedule right. I'm wondering if we should bet TCU tonight. Although TCU is a small favorite, that game is in Fort Worth. I shouldn't be giving out betting advice on college basketball because I don't watch enough. But I feel like we missed the boat a couple of times, and I wonder what Baylor's got left after a tough week looking ahead at a matchup. I just want to double-check, and I hope I have that right. They've got uh, Kansas rolling into Waco this weekend. I want to double check and make sure I have that right. Because I thought that, yeah, they've got then this weekend on Saturday afternoon, they've got number seven Kansas coming in. So, boy, that Houston team's good, Yerk. You know more than I do. You watch more of it than I do. Oh, yeah. Houston's good. Love it. Uh, Hakeem and Drexler, great players. (laughs) All right. I do want to talk a little college basketball. The other big story from the weekend about college hoops. This is going to be very old man at the cloud, so go ahead and get it ready. But uh, I do have some thoughts on on what happened uh, in, at Wake Forest. And uh, we got to reset sort of the Bellinger news from the weekend and just mm-hmm. some other bear stuff as they descend upon the combine. Let's but, do a reset. Yeah, we'll, do a, we'll, we'll kind of spray to a few different places coming up. But I want to talk about what happened at Wake Forest over the weekend. It's Carmen and York. We're back in two minutes.